Hi, I'm Gabe. And I'm Kat. And we're the, the Ghouls Next, Next Door. And this is the second part of our Jordan Peele episode. Da, 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 da. I knew it. I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. I called it. I was like... We, we knew one of the directors that we were going to cover was going to be a two-parter, and I'm happy that we went with this one. Yeah. Because it was it was very close to being Guillermo. It's very close to being Takashi Miike. And it was like, all right, let's just do... Like, Jordan... I Yeah. There's way too much to say. And so yeah. this this uh, week, we are just talking about his films. Yeah. So if you didn't catch the first part and you want to hear about his backstory, his motivations, and, like, his themes, then yeah. you can check it out. It was our episode from last week and hear about what that's about. Yeah. But now we're going to talk about the films, Us and Get Out, and really dive into that. Their fantasticness. Yeah. So hopefully you watched it because this is 100% spoiler town. Yeah. Like, there's no stops. You We're had straight a, into it. A whole thing last week where we told you to watch the films. If you didn't, where, why? Yeah, I can't help you. And when yeah. you don't listen, when you do this, okay? <laughs> like, I get, you know, what am I supposed to do? You're not in charge anymore. <laughs> we were voting for you. <laughs> um, I have never yelled at a listener. So I hope you. <laughs> That's a Tyra Banks from America's Next Top Model reference, because uh, nothing is safe here. Um, but enjoy our part about uh, Jordan Peele's films. Yeah. And then we'll do a little wrap up and then we'll see you in the new year. 2020. Woo. It's going to be a fun time. Yeah. And I'm excited to see you there. Okay. Bye. Enjoy. All right, so we're going to talk about two films. Spoiler uh, Town. We are yeah. in... If you have not seen either... <laughs> spoiler Town. We're here in Spoiler we are. Town. If you've not seen either of these films, you pause this. Yes. They're not that long. Yeah. Watch both and of them in rapid enjoyable. succession. Yeah. They're fantastic. Then come you back. You will have a good time. Then come back. And then listen to all the things we say. Yeah. Then rewatch those films. Yes. And then just have a great time. Okay. So first we'll wait. Okay, did you yeah, watch it? So that was we, super cool. <laughs> Right? So, great? Yeah, it was so great, right? Everyone You're loved welcome. It. I'm glad we suggested it to you. <laughs> also, what were you doing before? You should have watched yeah. it already. Come on, get out of here. <laughs> um, don't make puppets. Make movies. Like, go watch movies. Yeah. Uh, that's not a good joke, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny the go first it. time. <laughs> so, we watched Get Out uh, from 2017 uh, in the IMDb, we think, for our... Summaries. A young African-American visits his white girlfriend's parents for the weekend where he's his simmering uneasiness mm. about their reception of him eventually reaches a boiling point. Yeah. Get this... out of a masterpiece and a time and it's fantastic. Yeah. So one fun thing about Get Out is that it's kind of this weird, like some of the influences of this is uh, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, I think is what it's called, the film where it's like a white woman who's bringing her black boyfriend. And it's mm -hmm. like, during a time when that was like, what? And how many iterations of that film have we seen? I think there's one with um, Ashton Kutcher. And there's like a new one, but there's like uh -huh. an apocalypse happening. There's like a new show where it's like a black boyfriend. Um, and no, it might be opposite. It's a white boyfriend. And the, the black dad has to like unite with him to go find the daughter slash girlfriend oh, but okay. it's like the apocalypse but it's literally the same thing because like that's the initial thing and it's like oh you're a different race state my daughter and like we've seen that quite a lot yeah <laughs> the like oh the one the only like point of contention in this film is that there's people of two different races yeah and that's the plot right um and then and another <laughs> deep plot man yeah and it's it's been reused right um and then on top of that he also has been inspired by stepford wives yeah. Which we will talk about we in the sure coming will. year, in 2020. It's on the books. Um, but kind of that idea of, like, these, like, empty shells or, like, people who are ghosts in the machine uh -huh. of these, like, just walking, you know, perfect bodies. Yes. You know? And that's what we get with, like, Keith. I hope I said his name right. Um, who plays Andre. His name's Keith? Lakeith. Oh. Yeah. 
So, get I out. I didn't know the actors. <laughs> I just thought it was great. He's yeah. in a new movie, too. I don't remember. He's in Knives Out. Yeah. Ah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and if you haven't seen Knives Out, you should go see it. It's fun. Um, so, in Get Out, if you have not seen it, what we have is a young man named Chris who is a photographer. And the first thing we see before we even see Chris is his photography. Yeah. And it's, like, very honest, like, you know, clear photography of like new york and yeah. it's like a it's like as from the point of view in the eyes of someone um who lives there yeah and sees it for what it is right yeah and then we see him and then we also see uh his girlfriend who's played by marnie i don't know her real name right now uh but marnie from girls and yes. it was like the perfect like white girlfriend you could pick for this film yeah, she's phenomenal. She's actually in another film where you we just oh, randomly yeah. started. Th- we, we, it was not randomly. It was we just started thinking she was like being typecast. Yeah, <laughs> as like, like this white chick woman. who murders people of color. Yeah. we're like, sweetie, After don't do this. Them. Don't yeah. do this. Should not be your typecast. This is. Bad. It turned out better. She yeah, was a better person okay in that end. one. But I would say <laughs> it's a good. It's good on the casting of that yeah. film, um, which is the perfection on Netflix. Because if you've seen Get Out and you've seen her as a villain in a in a um, biracial relationship you are very easily like you know oh you're ready you to believe see it, it. Yeah. you believe what's happening so you fall for the twist really easily yeah so they played in that like yeah. i think she played in that which is fun yeah so we have her and she tells them uh tells chris that he's gonna go visit her and meet her white parents yeah yes that's the premise it's the whole thing uh while they're there turns out it's at the same time what a coincidence as like this really creepy cultish white people gathering. Yeah. Like there's this big party happening there uh, while he's visiting. Yeah. Which uh, she's like acting like, Oh, I didn't know that that was <laughs> this weekend. It's like, yeah. Everyone's just looking at her like, Ugh, yeah. And why? spoilers, uh, which is this whole time. There are no good white people in this film. Sure aren't. And that was very on purpose because we're very used to the white savior, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're very used to having at least one good one, right? Um, that's there to help us. <laughs> you yeah. know, if we are the product. But in this case, just like, nope. Um, what I think is interesting is we have one of the first scenes uh, that's that really sets the tone for what we're going to experience is like Keith walking in the suburban neighborhood and he is incredibly uncomfortable. He's on the phone and he's like, I feel like I'm in a maze, which is another shout out to the shining. Uh, But he's like uncomfortable. Uh And it's like this weird, like, like twist because it's not something you're expecting like you would expect like a white person who's walking through like <laughs> you know a certain neighborhood and being like oh no they're gonna run like they lock yeah. their doors when they drive through this street right uh-huh. and then we get this reversal of this like man who's uncomfortable and it is 100 i would say a call to instances like trayvon martin yeah like right from the get out we are like in there right yeah uh and because he was just a boy with skittles and arizona tea in his pocket walking through a suburb yeah. and that's it. Right. And so the same thing, right. Like yeah. <laughs> takes them right out. Like no hesitation. Like there's like, no, he's not holding any punches. Yeah. <laughs> he starts with that. He starts with like, this is hurting. Like this is going to hurt. Right. Yeah. And then we get, we get into, you know, Chris and his situation. And one of the first things that we experience is, um, they get pulled over after or not pulled over. They hit a deer. Yeah. Or rather, a deer hits them. Yeah. And then uh, they call the police. And the cop asks for his ID, even though he wasn't driving. And she goes into white savior's mode and is, like, yelling at him. And there's, like, this face that Chris has when that's happening where he is just, like, I cannot believe that you were talking to that police officer like that. Yeah. Like, if that were me or anyone who looked like me, that's what happens to us. Like, this is, like... A call over to Philando Castile now. Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't, like, you can't even go get your license, right? Yeah. Like, we're, like, he is just peppering him in there. He's like, here we go. We're going to make you feel really uncomfortable. Like, anyone of color who's in there knows. Yeah. Like, for, immediately now. Like, we're, this is a problem. <laughs> like, we're already, and, and if you know Swahili, then you definitely know it's a problem. Because the intro song says, like, get out. <laughs> it's dangerous. It Don't says, go like, there. yeah, brother, like, listen to the, the clues and the warnings. Um, and Swahili, so if you do that. Um, but 
Well, then we get to the family and the dad's super awkward. He yeah. says, like, tell me about this old thing. He says, you know, I would have voted for Obama third term. Yeah, it's just lots of really, like, uncomfortable things that white people could say. <laughs> yeah. Um, just repeated, just, like, at nauseum, where mm-hmm. you're just like, stop. Yeah. Oh, cringy white people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, that's, like, the whole thing. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and I did want to go back to the uh, walking down the street thing, too, because yeah. there's a Key and Peele skit that is like before this happened, before Get Out existed, there is a Key and Peele skit where um, a black man is walking down the street in a suburban town and he has a hoodie where the outside of the hoodie is a white teenager <laughs> face. Yeah. So he just puts his hood up and then and they it don't looks like him. a white like person. The- so the cop just drives away like, oh, OK. <laughs> Yeah. So I just thought it was like really cool that, that you were great. saying before how it like loops back to Key and Peele when no one was like You really don't realize like, it. Hey. Yeah. Um coming back full That's circle. So funny. To get out. So Yeah. Jordan, we see you. Yeah. We are weird fans. We're weird obnoxious fans who watch you a lot. Yeah, I literally watch Key and Peele just like at nauseum. Because yeah. it's fantastic. It started our friendship a lot. It did. Yeah, it was like the yes. dawn of the ghouls friendship. Yeah. So uh, continuing in it, right? We also have this story about um, their grandfather having lost in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think to Usain Bolt, or no, that wouldn't make sense because that's more modern. I'm totally missing it. But I don't know to a person of color. <laughs> yeah, because I'm very bad at sports in the Olympics. But a person of sports color. Sports goes worse. And that's what is like was his like greatest tragedy is that he didn't win. Right. Yeah. And it's like our first warning. Yeah, we're like, ooh. Right? You harbor some resentment, <laughs> specifically, it seems, towards yeah. people of color. Yeah. Hmm. And also, like, our first jump scare is um, the uh, African-American gardener, like, hands helping person. Groundskeeper. Groundskeeper. That's yeah. the word. He's, is that scene where, like, Chris goes out to smoke a cigarette and he runs yeah, Adam, like, full like runs on past him. him. Yeah, like, which is like that's because spoilers, it's a grandpa in there, like reliving the big spoilers <laughs> that jumps all the way to the end. Yeah. Grandpa is in that man. Yes, and he's running fast now because he's in the black guy, and that's the whole thing, right? That's the whole reason why he did that. I don't understand why the grandpa. That's why he started the whole thing. Yes, which is wild. Yes, yeah, that's some. Yeah, mm. <laughs> yeah. So, um, wow. let's get into big old spoilery town. I'm since reacting I did like that. I didn't know that. I yeah, know no, that, it's cool. But it's, it's fun. Cool. I feel like it adds to the experience for everyone. <laughs> for our, our listeners who are like, <laughs> "Oh crap!" So we're gonna get in our spoiler pants now. So what happens <laughs> is after this incredibly uncomfortable situation where all these white people are asking him totally uncomfortable questions, and yeah. he is getting even more uncomfortable. There's a situation that he is—he's um, a photographer and he wears his camera almost like like a shield, like it's yeah. around him, and he likes takes pictures to kind of like separate himself from the group and just be an observer and like hide behind that right it's this defense which is another call to racism uh in that cameras have been uh a way for us getting justice right like if you think of rodney king or anytime when we're filming injustices from police officers like cameras can be protecting right yeah. <laughs> like they unfortunately like that's sometimes the best you know uh defense so in his like him taking pictures he sees lakeith um and he's just like oh good thing there's another brother here and he's just like well yes and he's oh, like yeah. <laughs> super stepford wives an apple happens yes but he also like he says something like, you know, it's so nice to have, like, a brother here so you can have this experience. And his reaction is something like, yes, it would be. Like, he, it's like he, it's occurring to him. that yeah. like, And that's, like, your first time where, like, you know something's wrong. But the way that he says that is like, huh, you would feel better if there was another person of color here. Like, it just dawns on him, right? And then there's, like, this weird conversation where this guy's always odd. And then his wife comes up who is a, a much older white woman. And there's like, the, he's like trying to connect the dots of like, this does he's, not yeah, make any sense. <laughs> and so then he goes to leave. He does, tries to do the, the fist bump and it, he ends up grabbing the apple and it's like, it's a comedy moment, but it's also like big red flag. Like, moment. Ooh, <laughs> yes. run. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
something that one of the most terrifying things in, I'd say, cinematic history now is the sunken place. Yeah. And so it's where um, uh, her mom is a hypnotist uh-huh. and she puts him under by twirling her teacup. Her, her spoon yeah, in her like teacup. Yeah, like some real manipulative And that really awful sound bowl. that now if you hear it, you kind of like tense Cringe, up because you're like, yeah. no, no. Uh, and he, and she's like, you're sinking into the floor. And he's, it's just this like the teardrops, the wide eyes. And then he's just in this like blackness and he's just seeing like as if it's a screen, his existence. Yeah. And so you, you get a glimpse into what the others like, like Keith and the grand, like the person <laughs> that the grandpa and grandma are in yeah. are experiencing. Like they just sit back and watch their bodies be piloted and never get to live their lives. Yeah. Right. Um, and it's terrifying. <laughs> right. And it's like the sunken place. Um, what Jordan has said about it is that it, it is like, it's a representation of these people who no matter what you do, like you can scream out as much as you want. And like, no matter how you scream, the system will silence you. Yeah. So it's just like, we exist in the silent place as well, or the uh, sunken place. Yeah. Um, We find out later that there's this whole familial thing called time where they take they they take white people and put them into the bodies. Yeah, it's a straight up slave auction. Yes. Ugh. <laughs> yes, there's a whole um there's a lot of like uh really fun things that are happening in here um as far as like uh odes to things, right? Uh-huh. Uh but like one of it is that he there's a silent auction. And yeah. auctioning is how you used to get slaves. Right. And that happens and they just kind of like put their little paddles up. The highest bidder gets this body. And for whatever reason. So he's sitting in a chair and he gets the whole uh, thing and he talks to the man who's going to get his body. And it is the blind man who's was who's like an art dealer. Yeah. And And they're talking about the photography and like mm -hmm. his eye and like. Yes. And, And Chris says, like, why black people? (laughs) <laughs> right and and he goes i don't care what race you are i want your eyes man i want to i want what you see through yeah right and there's so much in that response one it's this idea of color blindness right like yeah. that they think that it's not because of it, the fact that these are black people that they're taking advantage of like they are fancying themselves above that yeah they're like we're not you know the kkk we're just People who know science, and it just happens, we know science, and we're using that to, like, couple ourselves with, like, the most genetically enhanced bodies, which just happen to be people of color so far, right? (laughs) Uh, There's also this idea, the phrase when he says, I want what you see through, right? And that's in itself a very big conversation in that it's like, you want... Like, the way that he sees the world isn't just his eyes. It's his experiences. It's his life. It's like, you see the world, he sees the world that way because of the life that he's lived. Yeah. I want what you see through is like, I want to see your point of view. And he, no matter how many times he gets into somebody's body, that would never happen. Yeah. Like, he'll never get those eyes. That's not real because <laughs> he's not Chris. And so he totally is missing the mark anyway. But there's like a lot of fun imagery here um, where Chris pulls cotton out of the chair to put into his ears. Yeah. All like Odysseus style uh, with uh, the wax to not hear the sirens calls kind of thing. Uh So he doesn't hear the swirly swirl and get put in the sunken place or knocked out. And so it's like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, he puts the cotton in there, which is like, well, remember, Uh, he picked cotton, but this time it was for good. (laughs) Right. And then later um, he uh, knocks out. Well, he kills the dad with the, uh, with a buck. Yes. Which is what they used to call the black slaves yep. when they were up on the chopping block to get sold. Uh, he also kills the son or like knocks the son out with this, like with like the whitest, <laughs> like what, what is that sport that they play? Cricket with a cricket ball. It was oh. like the most white person uh, sports. <laughs> he like <laughs> knocks him out with that, which is like fun. Um, and then like, it, and that's the thing too, is like you really have to work, pay attention to the weapons that are used. Uh-huh. Cause it's like, well, cause everything means something. Everything means something. Uh, yeah. And then like, we even have, um, I, I hate that I'm forgetting her name, but, 
after she like thinks everything's fine and she's like upstairs listening to like um the dirty dancing um I've had the time of my life and then she's drinking milk and eating fruit loops yeah and it was like Jordan has said like he just wanted to think of her eating like the weirdest snack and that like something childish but like morphed because her childhood was morphed but when I was watching it I was like it's so messed up because she literally took the white out and separated the colored parts from the syrup yeah. and was eating them separately and I was like like when I watched it the first time that's what I was thinking yeah, and then it but was it was like, different. Yeah, and what? I was like, oh my gosh. Um, I remember you saying that when we watched it. <laughs> yeah, and and I mean, maybe he was, but maybe when I both, read the man. information, he was just like, I wanted her to eat a twisted snack. And I was like, and it was. And it uh, also meant something. <laughs> maybe it was just so wrapped up in this. Um, and then the I'd say like the most monumental part of this is the ending. Yeah. In that he is, you know, chased down and, and the girlfriend is there and he can, like, he she's dying and he can kill her to put her out of her misery and doesn't. And there's this moment where we see on his face red and blue lights. Yeah. Because the police are there. And there's this moment when you're in the movie theater where there's an audible, like, terror reaction yeah. From the audience. Because in any other horror... And I remember watching this being like, oh my God. Because any other horror movie where we have white protagonists, we would have been like, oh my God, yes! The police yeah. are here. It's all better. And as soon as you saw those lights, you're like, no, no, no. Oh He's my gosh. He's standing over her like, <gasps> oh my God. This cannot get any worse. <laughs> and in the original script, it was going to be... Like, he was going to end up locked up. Yeah. Uh, or worse, right? And, and there was this outcry of people being like, we've heard that story. We've seen that dialogue. And we're kind of done with it. Yeah. Right? And so he, he took it back. And instead, what we have, again, spoilers, is his friend shows up because he's from the TSA. And we have this, like, a collective, like, emotion in the audience of just like, oh, my God. And you, like, laugh cry. Because yeah. you're just like, thank God. And he, he's, he's like, I told you. He's like... I'm not going to tell you something I told you so, but I did tell you something. And you have this, like, and he's just like, okay, whatever, let's go. But it was so, like, I don't think I've ever been that, like, united, really. Unless, yeah, like, like, except a, for, like, like, the times when, like, maybe the, the protagonist fights back at the last bit, right? But not something so profound that yeah. you, like, and in a way that's so, like, you know, political uh-huh. <laughs> and that you wouldn't have thought about. But I just remember being like, if this was like Texas Chainsaw Massacre and cops showed up, you'd be yeah. like, oh, cool. We're saved. And for everyone to have been on the same page of like, we are Or it's not. like, yeah. You if know, we, so, if you can acknowledge it in a movie, yeah. you should be able to acknowledge it in society. Yeah. And that's what I think. Like, out of the whole film, you could definitely, like, I could see people writing it off as a comedy, right? And I could see people being like, yeah, it's uncomfortable. It's absurd that white people be taking the, you know, bodies of black people, right? But when you get to that part, it's really undeniable. That, like, initial feeling, you really can't argue that. You can't argue why that would make you feel that way yeah. without acknowledging that that is a real life thing that is traumatizing. Yeah. Like it's one of, the, it's like a big thing in the film that I feel like you just can't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cause it's just like also like one society two horror movies in general, where ever there is a white protagonist at the end who survived. Yeah. The, what is that film with the zombies where that's what happens? Where what happens? Where the the black protagonist at the end oh, yes. gets uh, shot by the, the cops. Dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like, yeah, the militiamen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We've already seen that. Or even like, even if you want to... Just like 100% society, but film yes. that is directly correlated with that yes. same like response. And the fact that Romero didn't even know what he was saying then when he did <laughs> that, right? Because he didn't mean to cast a black man, right? But Jordan meant to. Jordan was, yeah. this was on, per- and he said he's, and, and he's caught some, you know, crap for it, but, you know, he said he doesn't ever see himself writing with a ma- white protagonist. Like, we've seen those stories, he yeah. said. And, and, been who, and he it. has no right to tell those stories, right? Like, yeah. that's not his point of view. Those aren't his, what he sees through, right? Like, <laughs> like it's not going to happen. Um, and I think it's like, it's okay, right? Um, and if people are like, what if white persons, if a white person said, I'm not going to write a story about, a black person because I don't know what they've been through. I'd be like, good on you for finally understanding that you don't have a right to that. 
Yeah, and instead, so it's your move to the side and let us tell some stories. <laughs> like that's not, we're not asking white people to tell black people stories. We're asking you to let us tell our stories, right? Yes. And I think that's like, to me, it's funny that they thought that was the like the issue. <laughs> the response was just like if a white person said that. I'd be like, I'd be glad. I'd be glad if they admitted that that they have no right to those stories. Yeah, because that'd be a big jump for them. <laughs> um, but <laughs> well, that's another thing we did, and so. Uh, It'll probably be me talking again. Sorry, Kat. No, it's okay. You have all the fun researchy facts. And these are things I also know, but yeah. it's like... I hope people I saw Get Out like, a while ago. Yeah. Whereas us, we saw very recently. We did yeah. not rewatch Get Out for this. I've seen it a few times, we but like, it's rewatched been a it a few months ago because we made my boyfriend watch it. No, I know. But what I'm saying is my brain does not uh, operates within a week or gotcha. even honestly, day by day <laughs> yes. kind of memory schedule. Yeah. Where it releases the data that yeah. was previously within. You asked me to talk Jesse about Jesse Owens. That was the Olympic guy. Hey. All right, I've redeemed myself. Go on, keep you. going. But yeah, it's just like <laughs> it doesn't matter if it, we watched it last week. Once the week has closed, yeah. that information is gone. <laughs> gotcha. Well, this might be news to you, and it might be news to the new, the listener. Um, one fun fact that I like to say is not a fun fact. It's just like a thing that happened was Get Out. Um, one of my good friends, Jeff, went to see it with his girlfriend, who is a white woman. And I remember yeah. being like, you need to tell me. like what, Because I went and saw it before him, I believe. And so I was like, I just need to know. Like I just want her to like turn and be like, listen. <laughs> my parents are not like that and like are we still good like I, I loved this idea that there was like this like kind of turn of like where she would have to apologize yeah. you know like and I thought that was like I just remember like because it, it was a new relationship too where I was like yeah. you guys going to see that is that what you're gonna go that's see that's your date night that's real okay well you tell me how that goes it was fine they had a good time <laughs> and now they're engaged so, yeah. uh, but uh, we watched another thing. We watched Us from yeah. 2019 this year, which we actually went and saw a premiere of, and I was on a panel for Black Sci-Fi TV. Because gave smart smarts. And it was like right after it. And I'm like, I wish I had seen it beforehand and then went and saw it again and then was yeah. on the panel. Because I have so much more now that I've like watched it again and was able to like not do the passive thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was able to be like, oh. This is panel two. This is part two. Yes. So here's my panel two discussion of us. So a family's serene beach vacation turns to chaos when their doppelgangers appear and begin to terrorize them. Yeah. There's so much to say about this film. Um, So what we have is Lupita as a child, and she uh, is, uh, what is her name? Adelaide, I think. Addie. Yeah. Yeah. She is at a... Like a carnival, kind of like the pier uh-huh. situation. Say Jersey Shore esque. Yes, <laughs> but California. Yeah. Uh, and she, you know, she can tell there's some this disconnect with her parents, yeah. right? Um, but they're not awful. Yeah. They just clearly are not happy together. That's like too fun. Doesn't really know how to do the responsible yeah, thing. Yeah, he's not a good dad. Like, and, yeah. and it's, it, you get the idea that he's not around a lot. Like, not enough. Like, for one, so they have this situation where he's playing uh, ball, like he's trying to win a prize. He wins her a Thriller t-shirt, which is our first hint at uh, Michael Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> which I can't wait to get to the... Uh, but we get Thriller, right? And she and the mom talks about, like, that scared her. The movie yeah. scared her. Like, the it's just a, a music video that terrified her. And the dad yeah. doesn't know that. Yeah. Right? Uh, so that's, like, the first time where, like, he isn't really around, right? Yeah. Uh, two is, like, he's playing another game. And the mom is like, I need to use a bathroom. Come with me. And she's like, no. And so then she pauses for a good time. Like a minute. Yeah. Before she's like, okay, I'm going to go and I'm going to entrust you with my child. And it definitely has that aura of like, with my child, you have to walk. Like, I do not trust you. Yeah. But um, I ha- and she's so uncomfortable, but she does it. So it's like our first kind of, and I think no one really talks about it. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, I feel that. And I was like, oof. And of course, she's a kid. She walks off, yeah. right? Um, and <laughs> I went on, like, a whole rant the other day about how parents get shamed if, like, their kid walks off, right? Like, kids do that, yeah. right? But parents also get shamed if they have, like, their kid on, like, a leash. Yeah. Like, when they have those little ropes to them. And it's uh-huh. just, like, kids are going to walk off. And especially if you have a kid that has, like, ADD or any other thing that 
does not make them listen to you because they're children and that's just how they are. And you are like, okay, this is how I keep them to me. Like we should not be parent shaming. (laughs) Yeah. There's like a whole thing where, uh, someone who did like before they had a kid. Yeah. Shamed like that idea. And then once they had one, we're like, like, wait, no. Like, uh, I commend you for taking care of your kid and being conscious of the fact that they, that will, they like, could move around. walk off into traffic at yeah. any time. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. That's just, so that was <laughs> to the side because I had a whole moment about it. Anyway, she walks off. She ends up in this house of mirrors, right? Yeah. But before she gets in there, what we see is um, the house of mirrors has this decor of a Native American man. Mm-hmm. And it's like kind of like you're your, um, not soul searching, but it's like you're. Not even, like, spirit animal, but it's supposed to be, like, you're supposed to go into, like, the Native American hut, and you're supposed to find yourself, right? Which is a big thing, us, right? She goes in, she immediately is, like, freaked out, and she wants to leave, because the lights go off. And then she stumbles upon her doppelganger. Yeah. Who's this little girl, and has a creepy grin. Um, I commend him for shooting a film in a house of mirrors. Yeah. (laughs) That's so difficult. And also duplicating all of these actors yeah. <laughs> scenes. Like I watched like the second time I watched, I watched all the really creative ways in which we don't have to see both of their faces on screen. Yeah. And I was like, yo, this is so good. Um, <laughs> so creative just from like my standpoint. Uh, but we have uh, her and she's, you know, she gets spooked because she sees this. The person like attacks her and eventually she ends up outside. Yeah. Right. We don't get that middle space. Yeah. Uh, and she's like a little different, uh, but now we see her and she's an adult and she has children. She's married to my husband, Winston Duke. Oh, wait, let's go back. 15 minutes is how long she was gone. And that's important. 15 minutes comes up again. Yeah. 15 minutes comes up a lot. Uh, but 15 minutes is how long she was gone. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like a lifetime for any parent. Yeah. It's enough time that she was like so traumatized. Um, and like the dad even like criticized her. He's like, she wasn't in Nam. Like, yeah. why, what's wrong with her? Like, that's another thing that's, like, a remark to, like, you know, black families that don't understand that you can go to therapy and don't yeah, understand, like, mental, like, health, mental issues. health issues. Yeah. So it's, like, clearly that. Um, but she's an adult. She comes back. She's got a family now. And she's uncomfortable the whole time. Right? Yeah. Um, we see... Uh, they they're like cute we get to introduce to the family yeah and the dynamics there we got like the teenage daughter who doesn't want to do anything yeah we have the son who's like a little different because he's just like a kid you yeah know? he's like, like a he's a complicated little, kid little boy mm-hmm. who's doing it um and there's a lot of theories online that he um is uh that they thought well Okay, we're getting in a spoiler town. We've been in spoiler towns. We've been town. in spoiler towns. We've been wearing so, our spoiler pants. Like, we've been doing yes. it. Just so, because people might get back. Uh, people thought he might also be the tethered. Because okay. of a few reasons. And here's what I'll say. So, one reason is that when they're on the beach, he's digging tunnels instead of sandcastles, which is what traditionally kids are supposed to be doing. Okay. So, there's that idea that he's thinking different. And he's yeah. also, like, underground, right? Yeah. Uh, another thing is uh, that he experience he sees um the one random guy who like is starting the chain like ahead of time yeah and later when we see the picture that he drew of that he it's not it, from his yeah. point of view and i freaked out in theaters because i was like that is weird i yeah, like you don't and, draw i was like that's from other people's point of view yeah just draw like someone's looking at you from like a hidden place like yeah. i was like this is weird for this kid to do and uh, so people were like, maybe it's like he has this disassociation with himself. So the theory was that he had been switched out with his tether like a summer before, right? Okay. Um, and that he like forgets his uh, his magic trick. There's also this thing. So the big reveal that's like kind of, it's like it's an interesting reveal because it's it it really tells the motive of <laughs> this whole story is that Adelaide is actually a tether. Yeah. And that Red, who is her doppelganger, is the real Adelaide, who um, was actually switched out. Yeah. Right? So there's one hint to that in the beginning when they're in the car and they're listening to, I got five on it. Yeah. And they're talking about rhythm and she she's snapping and yeah. she's like, you know, like, oh, you got to have rhythm. And she's, and she's slightly off. And it's yeah. kind of weird. It's like weirdly off. Yeah. Not like on the off beat. It's but literally like just, just, just off. Just slightly off. Yeah. And so is he. So it's like, oh, maybe they're both off. Um, there's also this scene at the end after he kind of discovers or has potentially overheard that she is the tethered. 
Uh Or at least that um, he heard her, like, weird sounds that she made when she was murdering Red. Yeah. So, like, he looks at her, and there's, like, this knowing look, and people think that the look that she returns to him is, like, I know you are really the tether. Uh, Here's why all that's wrong. (laughs) Well, I feel like also face burns. He had face burns. Yeah. Like, how would he... So here... And this is the... That's a big reason why it's unreal. So that was, like, a Reddit rabbit hole I went down, which was fun. Uh, Rabbit hole. It's funny. Cause yeah, because rabbits are out there. Yeah, and also Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Uh, but here's why it's wrong. <laughs> so, uh, one, that's a big reason. What I saw when I saw that look was that he is different because he's half tether. Yeah. Right? Like, he's mo- probably more his mom than, you know, he realized before. But yeah. also, it's like him saying, like, I see you. I know who you are. And I've always known that you were different. And now, like, we in this together. Yeah. And she's like, cool. That's what I saw that look as. Yeah. Because I was like, this I would makes argue, sense. I would argue same. I didn't know about the uh, Reddit rabbit yeah. hole. Yeah. Uh, the other reason, and this is why, because this sums up exactly what us is about, right, uh, is that we have the son, Jason, who does magic tricks. Yeah. Right? And he does magic tricks with fire. All the tethers are slightly off. They're delayed. So they do everything at a delay because they have to experience what their person is experiencing yeah um because that's what us is right we have these people who are underground who are part of a government experiment that just they just gave up on and it was going to be that american (laughs) yeah they were going to use the government like clones kind of things the tethers to control the people but they weren't strong enough so instead they were just controlled so they're just doomed to replicate whatever the people up there are doing no matter what it's doing to them and only using their resources that they have. So it's raw bunnies instead of eating, like, a delicate meal up top, right? Yeah. And so it's just, like, you know, and that's classism. Uh, So the the biggest thing here is that Jason's tether, Pluto, has a mask on. And when he lifts his mask, we realize he is severely burned. Yeah. And the reason for this is that Jason has been playing with his trick of fire, and sometimes he gets it, right? Yeah. Pluto can never get it. It always goes off wrong because he is is delayed, and so he gets his on fire. So this is literally a commentary on the fact that, like, people in upper-class positions are doing stuff that trickle-down time affects those below them. Yeah. And they don't know. You don't know that that's affecting them, but undoubtedly you are. Yeah. And so he is being harmed because of what... Because Jason just living his life. Yeah. Right? And that's the whole point yeah. <laughs> of this film, right? Is that we do not know the harm and that we are so quick to villainize people even if they look just like us. Right? Yeah. The when they ask who what are you? Like uh Gabe, uh Winston Duke says, Who are you people? And she goes, We're Americans. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, they are. Like, what do you mean? Of course, like what else would they they're the most American. Because they're just American government, like, uh, guinea pigs or bunny rabbits. And it's, like, yeah, it's such a fun ride as far as, like, horror goes. And, like, when we get these flashbacks to to the reality and you see how they're, like, grotesquely, like, replicating what's happening up front. Like, the, the roller coaster and they're, like, shaking and they're, like, waving their arms. And when you're in a roller coaster, you're screaming, but it's, like, fun. Yeah. And then you look at their faces down here. They don't know why they're doing that. Yeah. They are not getting that. They're just literally their hands up and it's like devastating. Like what if you couldn't control yourself? Yeah. And you just could only do what someone was making you do without any reason as to why. Like they don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like like and and one of the things that she says is like uh red is like and then you know the the I forget I don't know if she called her a princess. Or something like it's when she's telling the story to Adelaide. Oh, the girl. She says, oh. and then the girl found her Prince Charming, right? Yeah. And that's Gabe. And they fell in love. And then she goes, but for Red, yeah. it was, it didn't matter if she loved him because he, Abraham, is the same as Gabe. Yeah. It's her, is his tether. So it didn't matter if she loved him. Yeah. She had to be with that guy. Yeah. Right. And it's just like, this forced relationship and then it's like from there she has this kid she doesn't have any help when she gives birth to her son in the top world uh adelaide had to have a c-section down there she had no resources she doesn't have medicaid she doesn't have like any way to go to the hospital that speech like 
even especially rewatching it, I was yeah. like, "Oh, that's awful!" Yeah. Like they they had to have sex, and she didn't want to touch him. And no. Like, oh. and he's like so lost. And another reason why Pluto could not be uh, Jason is because Jason can talk. And Pluto can't talk. Yeah. And none of the tethers can talk except for Red. And the only reason she can is because she's not a tether. Yeah. Right? Um, and it's also this idea, like, if you took someone out of their already, like, their their terrible upbringing and move them into, like, you know, uh, Prince and the Popper style <laughs> into this other life, like, how much, like, how, how better your life is, right? Yeah. There's also this real, and I, I don't know if it was intentional, but I, when I was watching it the second time, I was like, this is phenomenal. And so when she was a kid and she couldn't talk because she's red, yeah. she's a tether, um, they, the therapist is like, you need to get her to do something, right? And so yeah. she ends up dancing. And the dancing frees her, and it also frees her tether. Yeah. And and lets them see that she's different, right? Because she can dance and she can find joy in it because she's a person too, yeah. right? And I was like, that's so amazing because that's therapy. Yeah. And it's like, and that empowered both of these people. And yeah. so I was like, if, if that ain't a message, it, it should be. And that like therapy can free both of you, yeah. <laughs> you know, and that it, it put them both in empowering positions, right? Like yeah. it, it freed them. And so uh, I just thought that was phenomenal. That was one of my things. Uh, when we are back into the future, right, uh, the sun sees the glass mirror maze. Uh-huh. And they have changed it to be, uh, uh, what is it? I can't remember the wizard's name. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. They changed it to a wizard. Uh but it's literally the same house. Like, it still has the same trees. It still has the, the owl that pops out. It's literally yeah. the same mirror maze. They just put a new face on it and called it Merle's Forest. Merlin's. Merlin's. Yeah, Merlin's, like, Forest of Dreams or something. Yeah. And that is the perfect, like, call, like, call to the fact that we have, like, um, one gentrification. But we also have this thing in America where we just erase the tragedies that we've done. Yeah. Right? Like, where we're just like, what? The Trail of Tears? What? No, we call them Indians, not Native Americans. They weren't here first. We didn't, like, you know, do awful things to people that didn't look like us. Like, they have, like, debates on, like, what parts of history to, like, include in textbooks for school. And, like, the people making those decisions should not be making those decisions. Yeah. Like, if you're a parent, you need to look at what's in your student's textbook. Because it's not... Don't yeah. trust the American's public to education that, yeah. system or any education system because they're not the people making the decisions about what mm-hmm. we should be teaching or not. Yeah. The ones who should be like making we should decisions. not have a Columbus Day. <laughs> you know, yeah. we should have you Native make, People's Day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Indigenous People's Day. Right. Yeah. Uh, and that's like it, it really is this big conversation about just like America just painting over and being like, it's better now. Yeah. Like we it's look, it didn't happen. And you know what a perfect example of that is a little bit? In the fact that we had, we did not have off for Columbus Day this year. What they didn't do is just change the name to Indigenous Peoples Day and still give off. Yeah. There's like, you're happy, right? We got rid of it. Yeah. No. It's like, no, that wasn't the thing. The thing is that we still have Americans who get mad when we try to take down statues that are, you know, commemorating awful people. Yeah. And the, instead we have, like, in, you know, people run over because they're protesting that. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so that's America. Right? The world's bad. Um, there's another America's thing that I thought right was now. interesting because I got Watch into always. this rabbit hole of, like, what does it all mean? Where's all this stuff? It's something <laughs> I didn't pick up on, but I, I found in some site, and I'm, I'm really sorry um, that I don't quite remember what it was from because I there was so much, um, was that there's in the beginning, uh, at one of the booths, one of the carnies is wearing a black flag t-shirt. Uh-huh. And later one of the twins from the white family is wearing a black flag t-shirt, but it's like, like a forever 21 one. Right. And okay. so black flag is like a band that's like all anarchy and like, let's like fight the system. And like, it, it, it was worn by this carny cause he was that right. Yeah. Like he was like, a, he living his life. He was just doing whatever. And now we have this ironic, like, you know, fashion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, a, if your parents weren't marriedization yeah. <laughs> of this, like, band in ideology, 
right there in our face, right? Yeah. Um, we also have this thing where uh, Gabe, even though they are pretty well off, is struggling to um, be as wealthy and as, like, what he sees as, you know, the ideal is this yeah. white family. So he went out and got the boat. And then, of course, the guy's like, D- he has a yacht. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And he's like, do you get this? Do you get that? And, and later he's just like, of co- you saw they got a new car. Like, of course he got that car just to spite me, right? Yeah. And I was like, no, he got it because that's what America told you to do, right? Yeah. And it's like, he's, like, that's his flaw, is that he's trying to be this other family. Yeah. Right? And it's also that he, like, never really, I feel like he never really heard her. Yeah. There's someone where she's bearing her heart out to him, and he's just, like, being cute dad. And, and, I, and what I loved about this was that he's this big guy. <laughs> like he, Winston Duke, uh, yeah. Mbaku is huge, and he is taken out immediately, like out of the game. Like he holds his own, but it's always kind of funny. And he, like, there's that whole scene where she's like, "You are not making the decisions anymore, right?" Yeah. Because she was like, "I wanted to leave. We could have been out of here already, right?" Yeah. And it, it's this powerful moment that we just never get. Right? Because when you have your, like, femme fatale, your last girl and stuff like that, there's certain tropes that have to go with that. And she was just like, no. Right? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> one of the things that with him is the code switching. So he, um, there's a scene. So in the middle of the night, the lights go out. Yeah. When she's trying to tell him they should leave. And the little boy shows up. And he's like, the, the one jump scare in the whole film is that he's all of a sudden there. And you're like, ah! Uh, yeah. And he goes, there's a family in our driveway. Which yeah. is funny, but also, like, super eerie because yeah. it's a child saying it. And also, like, what a family doing in there? And so <laughs> Lupita's immediately, like, calling the police, get my kids. Like, this yeah. is not okay. And Gabe's, of course, like, what? Like, I'm invinc- I'm a big man. Like, I got I don't this. know what danger it. Like, you know? And yeah. she's just like, no, instincts in. Like, we're going. And so he goes outside and he's just like, you know, you picked the wrong house to uh, make a joke about. But he's still being, like, cordial. He's still yeah. being himself. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, and then it doesn't work. And he's like, all right. And goes in, he gets a bat, <laughs> which is the most American weapon, right? Yeah. Uh, and he goes out there and then he code switches and he puts that, like, the the deepness in his voice. Yeah. And he's like, if you want to play, then we going to play. <laughs> you yeah. Know? And, he, and he's just like, and then he's like, you need to leave. Like, yeah. he gets all deep about it. And then they start walking. He's like, hey. Hey, and like can't like he he's clearly out of control of the situation. Yeah. But it's such a wonderful example of like code switching. Yeah. Because he he really did genuinely try as himself. Yeah. And then he was like, all right, I guess I gotta put on these pants, right? Yeah. And then it doesn't work. And then he's like, call the cops. And she's like, I already did. They're 14 minutes away. Because it took 15 minutes is what the ambulance quoted them, yeah. which is a long time. Yeah. Right. Because <laughs> they're in the middle of nowhere. Why people like to be out in the middle of nowhere? <laughs> like, what are you doing out there? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so that's one of the scary moments. And then a lot of it is, like, I think what rubs people wrong about it, because it is a horror movie, is that there's a lot of dialogue. Yeah. There's a lot of just, like, exposition. But that's the whole point. Like, yeah, that's what's scary. What's, the, happening. what's scary is the ideas, dog. It's not <laughs> what's happening to you. It's, it's, it's what we're trying to tell you. And that's exactly what Get Out. Like, that's why people thought it was a comedy. Because they didn't realize that they should be scared. Because the right people were scared and other people didn't get it. Right? Yeah. And this whole time, like, it does stop the, like, momentum. Right? And we're, uh-huh. like, you're kind of halted and you're like, what's going on? But, like, if that wasn't there, people would be mad. I thought it was a fantastic film. I thought Get Out was a fantastic film. They were both fantastic. Mm-hmm. And it's, like... Anyone who isn't seeing them for what they are just needs to keep watching until they get to that point and keep educating themselves societally <laughs> yeah. until they get to that point. Because once you do, it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, and but, also, if you're not getting it, you need to question your stance. Yeah, you got to see your point of view. You got to see yeah. that your eyes aren't seeing through. Yeah. Um, another thing is like uh, music that is used is yeah. super fun. Um, there's this like scene where they have their own Alexa kind of thing, but it's called Ophelia. Yeah. And they're playing um, they're playing the the Beach Boys at first. Yeah. Which is one type of uh, and this is another like this is a video I saw. And again I feel bad. Um but it was this idea that like the Beach Boys represent a very specific type of California. Yeah. Right? And that's like the white blissful like we're on the beach and we're surfing and we're having a good time. Yeah. Uh kind of California. Right? Yeah. And as they're getting murdered 
the wife uh, calls to Ophelia and says, please call the police. Or yeah. call the police. Ophelia, call the police. And she says, playing F the police by NWA. And then all of a sudden that plays. And it's comical. But then when you're thinking about it, it's like, that's an entirely different part of the same state. Yeah. Like, that's California as well. Yeah. And like, as much as you can get, right? Yeah. And it's like, it's this dichotomous, like, <laughs> thing that we're kind of, like, brought into. And it, and it's so crazy that these, like, two things can exist at the same time. And that's, like, exactly what he's, like, confronting us with. Like, every everything yeah. is on purpose. Like, I don't know what else to say about it. Yeah. And he has, <laughs> he actually has another really good quote when he's talking about this uh, yeah. that I read. Uh, specifically, I got this. It was on biography.com still, mm-hmm. but it was from something else. Um, but he's kind of talking about how he's proving both points, that everything is about race and that it doesn't also isn't, and then, like, how he ties those things together. Yeah. So he's like, it's important to me that we tell black stories without it being about race. I realized I had never seen a horror movie of this kind where there's an African-American family at the center that just is. After you get over the initial realization that you're watching a black family in a horror film, you're just watching a movie. Yeah. Um, and you're just watching people. I feel like it proves a very valid and different point than Get Out, which is not everything is about race. Get Out proved that point, and everything is about race. Yeah. I did both points. Yeah. So he's always saying two things, yeah. even in the same film. That race is important, but it should not be the thing, right? And, yeah. and that's like, and, and when we first, when I did the panel, a big thing that I was thinking when I watched this and what I went in hopeful about was to see a family that is a black family, right? Yeah. And that they just are. Like, they're all different. Right? They're not stereotypes. They're just a family. well-rounded characters. Like, developed characters on screen. And, like, all natural. And also, like, proud. Right? Mm -hmm. He has his uh, sweatshirt. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, He's wearing his Howard Mm -hmm. uh, sweatshirt. Like, their hair isn't trying to... Like, they didn't do... um, What's her name from Ma? Yes. (laughs) They put those awful wigs on Octavia Spencer. Like, no one's trying to do that. Everyone is just who they are. Yeah. And it's like... I was I was really excited to see a film where that's it and it's not the commentary like out like overtly like the way Get Out yeah. is right that they can just exist um, and and we could have a horror movie where that happens right because yeah. I feel like that's a step in the direction that we need that if we yeah. can just get accustomed to it the thing about it is that because it is a black family there is still discussion about that because mm-hmm. we have not gotten to the point where that doesn't matter yeah well or not not matter but isn't like that we can take it for granted kind of right yeah. and so and the fact that this is a family that we're not that we're just supposed to be like as a family the fact that they're all black is still a conversation yeah and it's it that really shows that we haven't come as far as we thought yeah. Right. And I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I love, I loved it. it was <laughs> right? And and I want to see more of that. I want to see more. He said he's diversity. doing it. He said he's yeah. dedicated his life. <laughs> yes. To making these. Yeah. Things, and so. we want so much of that. And I think it'll be really fun. Um, but yeah, I there's there's so much to this to this film, even in itself. He's um, just saying everything. Yeah. He's just saying it all. Yeah. And he's really he's. He has this other thing where he's talking about, like, not wanting to make things that aren't his. Yeah. Like, he didn't want to, like, do remakes, mm-hmm. really. He wanted to create things that were unique to him mm-hmm. um, and that were, like, his stories, you know what I mean? And, like, that we're catching him so early. Yeah. It's just really cool. Yeah. And I, I definitely imagine we'll we'll cover him again because, I mean, he he produced the, the Twilight Zone. He's going to produce Lovecraft Country. Um Oh, one other thing about us. He's young, too. He could be out here for <laughs> yeah, a long time. I'm excited. Uh, one other thing about us is their costume, right? It's the yeah. best costume because anyone could do it, right? It's a red jumpsuit. It's sandals. It's the scissors. And it's one glove. Yeah. And Which is, yep. Yeah, right? Here's the Go thing. Ahead, say. Uh, Jordan, in an interview, it was a terrible interview. He was so uncomfortable. Oh, no. And I was, I felt really bad. I'm not going to shout out what the interview was because I feel bad. Um, but the guy was trying so hard to be, like, cool. And okay. Jordan was like, all right, you are trying too hard. Like, just ask me some questions. Like, you make me feel like a jerk. Like, it was yeah. super awkward. But they talk about this costume. And the guy, like, offhandedly is like, oh, you you invented the cheapest costume. And he was like, okay, but here's what it means. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, it's one glove because there's three people I can think of who have one glove. And he goes, Michael Jackson. Obviously. Yeah. Because thriller. Yeah. Um, he says Freddy Krueger. Uh-huh. And then he says O.J. Simpson. One glove, right? And the reason why those three are important is that 
this is what we're talking about with tethers. There's another part of you that's hidden underneath, underground, that the rest of the world is not seeing. This is not a mistake that that's what he chose to do. It's not a mistake that he put Thriller in there after having Neverland's documentary come out to show what the true colors of Michael Jackson were. And to have the fact that, like, you know, Freddy Krueger is a villain, but he's a villain in the dreams, right? In yeah. reality, he's nothing. Yeah. And then to have someone like OJ, who was like this star, he was OJ. He was everyone's favorite. Yeah. He was this jolly guy. And on the back end was this monster. Right? Yeah. And so that's like, he was like, this is no mistake that we yeah. decided this. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't know? just like, oh, it's cheap. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Guy who's trying to be quirky. Um, yeah. I was like, I want to strangle this guy. It's unfair that he gets to interview Jordan. And I want to interview Jordan. Let's go. <laughs> like, I just, I wouldn't ghouls. even have anything else to say. Message him. Tell them that the ghouls next door, specifically Gabe, is really excited. I'm like also really excited, yeah. but Gabe really wants to. I would lose it. I would cry probably. Um, we love him so much. And it, that's what I'm just saying. Like, there's so many layers and, like, you could watch this, like, seven times, and you'd probably find something new and minute, but you'd be like, oh. Like, yeah. he, the kid has a toy ambulance that he uses to hold the door open. Yeah. And later, they escape in an ambulance. Yeah. Like, there's all these, like, foreshadowing. There's all this fun. Uh, you know, there's the conversation of the fact that Jason can control Pluto so strongly, probably because he's young. Right. Yeah. Um, it's like, what are they? Do- we didn't even talk about Hands Across America and how it was a mess. Yeah. <laughs> you know that they like raised. I think it was like, uh, let's see, thirty million. Yeah. But they had to pay like something like fifteen plus million to pay for like just the whole affair. Yeah. So like, <laughs> it was half of that actually went to the thing that they sought out to do. Yeah. So it was like he Jordan was like, this is like exactly what like you know the era of time like in the 80s where america was like we're all being you know fun we're all trying to make the world a better place and we're all in like this hyper color and in reality we have the war on drugs and we have all these like things where we're just like replicating the new jim crow right um and we're just further you know instituting these systems you know from you know schools to you know prison system pipeline yeah. Then we have, uh, and it's just always something. <laughs> like, yeah, I could, I could be all day because it is. Cause America, is... we haven't existed a very long time, but we're really out here doing messed up stuff. <laughs> yeah. Make no mistake. We've caught up to the rest of them in our own way. Yeah. We just like full rapid force. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Horror. The only trickle down that's happening is pain. Not economic. Really? Not really. All right, so if you like it, it's We're Americans. Yeah. Because the tellers were Americans. We're and I here. explicitly just want to say they are not the bad guys. Yeah. And I think that's interesting because there's a very overt bad guy in Get Out. It's yeah. very distinct. And in this, they are, there's lots of murdering happening. But it's in this, like, lens of, like, well, I this mean. This whole time. Sometimes, you know, direct action gets the goods. They need a liberation. It's their turn. She said, it's our turn to be up here. All right, sorry. She said it. And she was like, you had your turn. You had your turn. Yeah. It's our turn now. Um, and if you don't like it, it's. Like, separated milk. <laughs> and fruit loops. Fruit loops. Because that's... Deconstructed bowl of cereal. <laughs> deconstructed Fruit Loops. You serve snack. that at a fancy luncheon and you call it deconstructed. Yeah. It's at your continental breakfast. Yeah. That's another campaign reference. Uh, where you... Uh, it's at brunch. Yeah. And you're like, can I get the dis... The, the deconstructed Fruit Loops. The, the, the deconstructed... Loops of fruit. <laughs> yes. Uh, with a side of leche, because, you know, they like appropriating. Yeah. And they think it's fun. Yeah. Fruit Loops con leche. Yeah. <laughs> um, Alvec. Or no, Alvec is French. <laughs> you think you say that, too. I don't know. Uh, I don't well, know. That's yeah. what we're saying. That one's the bad one. Yes. Uh, so, Kat, for the topic of Jordan Peele, 
Where it's all the best stuff. We're, yeah. I mean, yeah, we're Americans. It's the whole thing. The whole, everything he does is good. Yeah. I really would be truly devastated if ever anything happens where he's problematic. Yeah. I'd be devastated. Yeah, I don't see it. Him and his and Chelsea Peretti, they rock in the world. Yeah. They are making it. They got baby. Yeah. They got their a own existence. Baby. Yeah. They're doing it. She's awesome. She's awesome in her own right. Yeah. I think that's cool. Um, and I think yep. it's really funny, their relationship, only because of all the Key and Peele skits. Yeah. And, like, the little, like, in-betweens where he's like, I'm never getting married. And, like, <laughs> I don't want yeah. commitment and blah, blah, blah. And now it's like, he's married with a baby. Yeah, so I like, mean, ha, 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 you as grew up. someone who was also out there being like that, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to die alone and it's fine. <laughs> Until you find your person. Now I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> We're going to have kids, I guess. I don't know. You know yeah, maybe we don't, but we're going to be together forever. So exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. You I'd say for person. For Jordan Peele, it's, uh, yeah, I love it. I love everything he does. Funny, serious. Yeah. I love all his little, like, the pictures when you look him up. And yeah. he just kind of looks like he he doesn't really know what to do with his hands yeah. in them. But it's, like, it's kind of cute. And he's a cute dude. Like, you just, like, kind of, like... I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Like, just by default. Yeah. But he's always, like, super cool. I loved how he's just always himself. Like, yeah. even, like, in Key and Peele, like, Keegan-Michael Key would always be in, like, these really, like, fancy shirts. And he always had, like, this crisp style. And then, like, Jordan Peele would be like, I'm going to wear this flannel. And I'm not going to apologize for yeah. being myself. Yeah. <laughs> and it was always like, yeah. Um, and he's just absolutely hilarious. And he's a genius to boot. Yeah, he's, he's so smart. This whole situation, like just how intentional he is, is I think like the most beautiful thing about yeah. it. Like he just always is really doing it, and like even in Key and Peele, where it's supposed to be funny, funny. Yeah, he's really you know saying stuff. I love his hype man character; it's my favorite <laughs> one of all time. Oh. Um, I like his most local. I like his. Am I over here, detective? Yes! With the mirror. With the mirrors! <laughs> so yeah, and literally anything. He, He's anything just so he does funny. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Um, and oh, just smart and great. Yeah. Don't forget Megan, number one. Oh my Better God. Better River. Yes. Uh, first of all, I'm not a remote, so I can't be controlled. <laughs> and I'm like, so screech. Good. Uh, yeah, I love him. And I love that he's being this, like, torchbearer, you know? Yeah. And, and there's a lot of conversation. I mean, like, horror noir. Um, we had, yeah. you know, Ashley Blackwell on talking about uh, horror noir. And, and, and if you watch that film, he's, he's quoted a lot because he is the future of black horror. Yeah. Right? And, and I think it's also, like, he showed... It, he, like, Ghetto came out at the same time that it was, like, Black Panther. And uh-huh. what it was was it showing that these narratives that otherwise would have gotten shot down, right, the fact that people came out, right, like, yeah. in numbers. Like, it paid was like, ticket no, money. No, we, yeah. we would love to see those films. And we've been waiting. Yeah. yeah. And I think, like, people are still going to do it. And I think um, that he'll keep doing stuff. And other people now can. Yeah. I mean, we still work. It's not fixed. Again, oh, well, yeah, racism obviously. isn't over, right? Uh it's just, like, great to, to see that it could happen and that you yeah. can be creative. The, like, his, like, Get Out and Us is why we make this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> to tell you that horror in, like, any media, media is telling stuff. something. Yeah, it's yeah. telling you something that you're, but that you're not even thinking about. And he does it in a way that, like, it's it's nerdy in, like, this proud way. Yeah. It's like, yeah, of course. Of course it's this. Like, I'm not even going to, like, hide, like, any of the stuff behind, like, gore and unnecessary things, right? I'm going to put it in when I need it, but it doesn't need it. What it's really about is the message. The media is the message. The medium is the message. And that's what I went to school for. So. Yeah. We love you. That's great. And the film's got. Oh, also fantastic. Number one. Yeah. Awesome. (laughs) Yes. 10 out of 10. Yeah. yeah. No, definitely. There's yeah. not a single thing I didn't like about either of these films. Yeah. Go I was watch them again. The whole time. Now that you've heard all my rants about them. Yeah. And tell us what you think at thegoalsnextdoor at gmail.com. Yeah. If I missed anything, I would love to hear about it because I would love to watch it again. If I miss something, get out. If you want to be like, you I totally missed the mark again. here. Yeah. If uh, there's, you know, if you don't agree, yeah. <laughs> you can do it. If you know Jordan Peele. Want to shoot and you want way. us to be friends? Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, but 
you know, happy new year and all that. We'll see you next year. Next year. Yeah. 2020. 2020 vision. Roaring 20s. Yeah. But let's not have the economic devastation that comes with it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, We're already in this economy. (laughs) Um, yeah so we'll see you next year we have a lot of stuff uh in tune in and ready for you guys yeah we're planning it out it's gonna get real goofy real fun yeah um and we're diving into some we're expanding we're expanding our media but we're still horror ladies yeah we're We're still talking about what's scary out there we're talking about spooky stuff but with a more wide lens yeah yes well don't get married i'll eat your kids